0: All right, welcome back to The Late Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. I've been following this cat on Twitter for some time, seen his work, and actually met him when he came to the Twin Cities here a couple of months ago down at Target Center, and uh, happy to have him on the show for the first time, Uh, and I think that this will not be the last time. But his name is Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Uh, He is the lead NBA insider at Valley Sports Network host of the Scoop B radio podcast. Give him a follow on Twitter at Scoop B. And he's joining us now on the Lake Show, courtesy of the John Schuster Coa Banker Hotline. First off, Scoop, how you been, my friend?
1: My brother, my brother. Thank you for having me. I am recovering from half of the season fatigue. How are
0: you? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, I am uh, trying to recover from... The Minnesota Timberwolves haven't been doing a damn thing since the trade deadline passed. So that's the, that's what I'm dealing with, man. So, so I want to talk some wolves and then I want to ask you a couple of national, cause you're a national, uh, reporter, uh, in, uh, in, uh, insider. So, but I want to start with the wolves because you were here and, and you tracked the wolves because the wolves are one of the teams in the league. I just want your, your thoughts just in general first about Anthony Edwards. I have been the biggest advocate for Anthony Edwards, going back to even before he landed here in Minnesota. Um, as a guy that watched him uh, play at Georgia, uh, and I'm all about college basketball because that's hands down my favorite thing, I said that's the guy that I believe that's going to be able to elevate and become a superstar in the league. Made his first All-Star game just a couple of weeks ago. Just your thoughts on on his game and where he's trending and how he's playing.
1: I'm going to tell you um, – First of all, great question. Secondly, uh, I'll tell you when I really started to take a liking uh, to uh, Anthony Edwards. This was actually my visit to Minnesota back in um, that cold snap uh, back in December. Um, He was walking out of the locker room, and he was singing a song. He said, I'm a player. And I looked at him, and I'm a fan of the movie Friday. And I said, you ain't no player. (laughs) <laughs> and he started laughing. Of course, for those who are paying attention, that's a reference from uh, Friday when Pops was saying he's he. he you, go back and watch it. Yeah, you ain't no player on Friday. You'll get it. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually Friday after next or next Friday was one of those. But, um, youthful guy, funny guy, fun loving guy. Um, and, and and I think somebody that you, you build around. I think he won the hearts of many. Uh, after the um, all-star game where he talked about load management and all that other stuff, but um, he's an exciting guy to watch. And he's the guy you, you want to root for. Um, but then you, you hear many of my colleagues discussing, well, is it Anthony Edwards team or is it Carl Anthony Towns' team? Um, I, I, right now, Anthony Edwards is playing. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is still on the mend, um, but, I think in this instance, you, you love the brilliance that he brings. I think this is a this is a guard or a swingman's league. Um, people like the fast uh, moving Ferrari, and so he's he's the hottest kid on the block. Um, and I think he's somebody that that the Timberwolves, if if, if smart, uh, will have for a very long time in in the Twin Cities.
0: I I, I like his work. I absolutely agree. And I, I don't think there's any question now that it's Anthony Edwards team. It is his team now because not only does he have the game to match his personality, but like all of the other things that he's doing outside of or away from the court is resonating with fans. Now they're running some national, um, commercial for one of the new movies that's coming out and he is like walking through the wilderness with the guy with the gun and and that movie I don't even know the name of the movie that's that's coming out here in the next week or two but he also was in a movie the Adam Sandler movie so I think that you know the thing about Anthony Edwards is his stardom doesn't just uh uh you know stay on the basketball court it extends past the basketball court and that's the reason why I think that he's kind of the face of the franchise now but with that being said I want to get your reaction to just because Cat eventually is going to come back, but I'm not sure how this is going to look because since the Rudy Gobert trade, it's 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 really unique in that the Wolves are trying to go big while the rest of the league was trending going smaller.
1: Um, yeah, I see your point of view, but I also think um, – so I, I'll give an example. Um, you look at the Los Angeles Lakers comparatively – um over the last few years prior to LeBron's injury on Sunday there was always this plan or this belief um that it would become Anthony, Anthony Davis's team right comparatively so LeBron you know what he does you know the point system you know all of that you him breaking career's record but like it was built to be Anthony excuse me Anthony Davis's team comparatively when you look at the Timberwolves there are no Lakers. They do have that Minneapolis Laker tie, uh, but comparatively, <laughs> when you look at you, you look at Anthony Edwards and you look at Carl Anthony Towns, um, is it really any, Like, is is it really anybody's team? Like, they haven't. It's 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 not real. Cat's team by him being the face for so many years, but they haven't won anything. Yep. They've, they've made a, pl- a playoff appearance, a play in a ter- tournament appearance, and. It, it seemed, you know, going back to when the Warriors were on their, their dynamic run, it seemed that that team, you know, you look back to Zach Levine, you look back to um, Andrew Wiggins, it just, the, the the Warriors, excuse me, the Timberwolves never really popped. You saw the Jimmy Butler era. I actually think that Jimmy was the old head at the gym that needed to be hard on those guys. But it, none of those eras seemed to materialize themselves. And then along comes – the first overall pick in the 2020 draft and and Anthony Edwards, this guy from Atlanta, Georgia, um, that ain't never scared. And yeah. um, I, I think it's a breath of fresh air and it's something that was needed. But um, I, I, to directly answer your question, why can't it be both of their teams? Why can't Batman and Superman coexist in a movie?
0: Yeah, I, I don't, you know, the, you know, the reason why, um, I, no, you're right. I think that they can coexist, but, I think that they're, and this is just something just because of living here, and, and Timberwolves fans know this, I think there's a level of maturity that Timberwolves fans have been waiting to see if Cat's going to get to that he hasn't quite all the way gotten to quite yet at this particular point. We're talking to Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. He's the host of the Scoop B. radio podcast and also senior lead NBA insider at Bally Sports Network. He's joining us here on The Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. With all of that being said, Getting a healthy Carl Anthony Towns back, um, hopefully sometime soon, do you think that the Minnesota Timberwolves are a playoff team?
1: I thought they were a playoff team going into the the regular season. I'm not sure. Um, They're 31 and 32. Um, They're 4-6 in their last 10. Uh, The Warriors are starting to take shape. I think the team that they're going to have to compete with if they're a playing team is is definitely the Utah Jazz who won two straight at the time of this show. Um, I don't see the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Suns, Clippers going anywhere. Mavs, we'll see. The jury's still out. Um, And I think that the Lakers at this point, uh, with LeBron going down, will they still compete? They've got some reinforcements. I think the tip with the Lakers – and their LeBron situation being what it is, I think the Timberwolves have a shot at the A.C. Um, You know, they're they're basically have a similar record to the Warriors, not too far off from of the Mavericks. I just think that the Western Conference is in such an—it's literally uh, Will Smith and Cisco were prophetic when they talked about going straight through the Wild Wild West. Um, I, I just think that the Timberwolves they do have a shot, um, and the bottom side of the, the the top eight teams is the Jazz. Um, and I'm not sleeping on the Warriors. So it's a, it, they have a chance. Um, I hope that Cat gets healthy, um, know him and his family very well, but um, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Hey, Scoop, let me ask you about something in the West. I mean, not in the West, but in the Eastern Conference. Excuse me. The, in the Eastern Conference, everybody, you know, they, they, they hail to and look look upon the, the Milwaukee Bucks as the team, and they, they're playing spectacular basketball right now. The Celtics are viewed favorably. I think the Philadelphia has been uh, viewed favorably. So those are kind of like the top three teams. Is there another team that can get into that mix, or do you think it's just those big three? Because I have felt the entire season that my boy J.B. Bickerstaff and his squad was on the come up, but they've been a little bit inconsistent here the last month or so.
1: Cleveland is that fifth cup of wine at the holiday party. They sneak up on you. Don't sleep on them. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that. Hey, man, I, I'm a clear, hey, I, I'm friends with Sid Lowe. I'm friends with JB, and I'm hoping that they can come through. I just, man, I, I hope that they can get get a little bit more consistent. But you're right. Like, that's a scary team to face come to postseason. I think that a lot of people believe that Miami could do some damn. I don't think the Miami's got it this year. Something's not right with their squad.
1: The Miami Heat? Yes. Mm, yeah. They're not in the bubble.
0: Yeah, that, <laughs> you you just hit it on the head. Not in the bubble. That's it. So 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 you you don't you have no faith in Miami at all.
1: Um, I mean, I have faith in my, in God, uh, but I don't have faith <laughs> in. I like I, I, I like what the Timberwolves did in bringing Kevin Love over there, but um, I I think that um they're missing a couple of pieces. Yeah. And I don't think that – I don't know that that can be remedied in season. I think that's more of an off-season uh, affair. Um, I, I look at the – the you know, you talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, and of course they're sexy to people because they've won 14 straight. Um, but I like the, the Celtics and um, that they've been battle-tested. Um, and, you, and I feel like they kind of came out of nowhere to some people last season. And once they beat the Nets, it was like, oh, wow. And then they beat the Bucks. And it's like, whoa. Um, I just think that if I can encapsulate the Eastern and the Western Conference all in one big um, pot of goulash, it's not 17 or 18 when we just knew it was going to be the Warriors and the Cavs every year. Yeah, it's literally the NCAA tournament. It's anybody's ball game.
0: All right, the final squad that I'm going to ask you about. And I appreciate the time from your scoop. Here on the Lake Show tonight, we're talking to Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Here on the show, um, the L.A. Clippers, the L.A. Clippers, they—they they seem to be like they're playing better. Kawhi has looked a lot better here, health-wise, in the last uh, few games. It, are, are they a trustworthy bunch? And 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 that's that's the first question. Do you believe that the Clippers could make any noise in the West? Because we all know that the West is going to be. Uh, really, it's going to be kind of hard to get out of the West. But the other question about um, the Clippers that I have, too, is why do you think that they angled or wanted to be a part of the Russell Westbrook experience?
1: Because I don't think he's a bad player like many people think he is. I agree with you. I I, I actually think um, Russell can be exactly the Russell that he needs to be in the Clippers organization in order to win. This is the same Russell Westbrook, if I'm not mistaken, that brought a 13th seed Washington Wizards team back into contention alongside Bradley Beal. Yep. And he got the triple-double record in that season. A lot of people don't like Russ because Russ isn't what you want Russ to be. And this is not Burger King, and you can't have it your way. Yeah. At the end of the at the end of the day, the Clippers accomplished two things. They got the two things in their organization that they needed in order to compete in the playoff. One, Russell Westbrook, that was, and a Clipper system that was point guardless, and in fact, a Clipper system that was utilizing Paul George as their de facto point guard. He and I talked about that at length. Um, you know, I told him he reminds me somewhat of. Indiana Paul George while they were in the point guard search. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Secondly, they got what they needed in the back of center Mason Plumlee who was going to be playing meaning, meaningless minutes and a Charlotte Hornets team had they not found a way to get him. You know what Norman Powell can do. You know what Kawhi can do. Um, you, you, you know what Terrence Mann and some of the other pieces there can do. Now it's about, as I talked about that pot of goulash earlier, bringing it all together. John wall didn't work. Um, in that system, but I think Russell will. And he didn't have to change his mailing address. He just had to move <laughs> down the hall.
0: I know. So it worked
1: out for everybody.
0: I'm with you, man. I, I don't think that Russell Westbrook is as bad of a player as everybody. Well, number one, we know he's a Hall of Famer. We know he's going to get celebrated years from now. But at this particular point in his career, I don't think that he's – I'm not down on him, and I, it sounds like you're not as down on him as everybody else is. It wasn't a great fit with the Lakers. We, we all acknowledge that. And something just wasn't right at the end, just between him and LeBron. I, I don't know what the issue was. But, um, but yeah, we're going to be paying well, attention. I can tell you. Oh, go ahead. I want to hear it.
1: So I um, will tell you that right before the trade happened for him to come to Los Angeles um, in, in April, basically, LeBron and Russ were having those conversations. Um, ultimately, the Wizards got Kyle Kuzma uh, and others in that deal. And Russ came to L.A. and they butted heads in the, in the fact that they were both two primary ball handlers. They both have to have the ball in their hands. When you play along, alongside LeBron James, the only two people I feel at the guard position who were able to make that transition seamless, seamlessly was Dwayne Wade and Kyrie Irving. Most guys who are guards who are traditional guards or at least slasher guards mm-hmm. they gotta have the ball in their hand too. Everybody can't play along with Le- LeBron. If you look at LeBron in his game, he's never really had to change his game in any system he's been in. So they clashed. Yeah. They clash stylistically. Not necessarily um, as 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 friends or as you know, people like that, but yeah, yep. I mean the, the Lakers gave up a lot. The Wizards you know, to, to get them. And, and ultimately it just didn't work. And that's
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point, man. His name is Brandon Scoop B Robinson. Give him a follow on Twitter at Scoop B senior lead NBA insider at Valley Sports Network. Also host of the Scoop B radio podcast. Hey Scoop, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. We'll have to do it again before the season is over. And next time you're in town uh, drinks and dinner on Dan Edwardson
1: brother just make sure we don't have that fifth cup of wine, but thank you as always for giving me the opportunity to be myself. And I look forward to talking again soon.
0: All love, man. I appreciate it. That's Brandon Scooby Robinson joining us here on the late show. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.